Hi everyone, uh, this is Mark and this is the Mark Hastings Experience and uh, in this podcast uh, I'm going to be talking about everything from poetry to films to uh, TV shows to books and about uh, anything and everything that inspires me and uh, I hope you like what you hear. Hi everyone, this is Mark and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience and in this episode uh, I'm going to be doing a review of the latest episode of The Mandalorian uh, which is the 6th episode of the 2nd season Uh, it's chapter 14 of the overall series of The Mandalorian and this episode was called The Tragedy and uh, it was... uh, Written by uh, John Favreau and it was directed by uh, Robert Rodriguez, um, who is a fantastic uh, um, director. Um, he's directed uh, countless uh, incredible um, films, um, and um, oh, from example, from uh, from *Dust Till Dawn*. Um, uh, once upon a time in um, Mexico. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's very integral in uh, a lot of great um, a lot of great films. Uh, Sin City was a great film uh, that he did, and um, he collaborates uh, a lot with um, Quentin Tarantino. Um, but uh, so. In this episode, uh, which I have to say was uh, absolutely a mind-blowing episode, um, and uh, as far as I know, uh, a lot of people that have seen it um, already uh, are absolutely raving about it uh, for good reason, uh, because this episode um, really does open the door for. Um, anything and everything to happen next um especially after the uh, the previous episode um in which we were introduced to uh ahsoka tano in live action um and we were she she told uh um in the last episode to to take um grogu aka baby yoda uh to um planet uh, Tython and place him upon uh, the seeing stone there uh, so that he can reach out with the force and um, contact other Jedi or other force users or um, those that would be able to sense um, sense him and be able to communicate with him uh, and uh, a lot of people thought that um that this arrival at this special planet, this place that is very sensitive to the Force, wouldn't happen uh, immediately. Uh, but uh, I was happy. I'm happy to say that it, that is exactly what happened. Um, it dovetails perfectly with uh, the last episode, um, but it also picks up uh, story threads from. Uh, season one 
of uh, the Mandalorian, um, the the sixth episode of the the first season, and um, and we we see the Razor Crest arrive on Titan, um, um, but on the way, Dinjarin and Grogu are having a, a little father and son moment. Uh, I guess you could call it um, playing with the the. the the knob that uh, um, metallic knob that's on one of the levers of the 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 razor crest um, that Grogu has been obsessed with um, since the beginning of the the show really since he first came aboard the razor crest uh, since Dinjarin saved him um, and he's asked Dinjarin's asking Grogu to, to use the force like he did with Ahsoka to to draw it to him and uh they have a little fun back and forth and um he he does so and uh and it's just a great see the joy in the voice of um to hear the, the voice the joy in the voice of dinjara and it's just uh great calling him his name and seeing grogu you know react to his his uh to dinjara and calling him by his own name uh it's just a wonderful scene um then uh we we arrive uh on uh Tython um straight away uh we get a uh the site of uh um where the the seeing stone would be looks like this very ancient um structure uh it's the same seeing stone that uh, Ahsoka uh told um Dinjarin about where he should take Grogu um but since this uh the place where where the the sink stone is is so small uh, the razor crest can't uh land upon it so he has to uh land a bit further away and then he uses his jetpack to uh fly him and uh Grogu to the seeing stone um and um, then uh, uh, Dinjarin puts uh, Grogu onto the, the seeing stone um, and uh, he wait, looks for a way to kind of activate it and um, and then uh, as uh, as uh, Grogu seems to be trying to to Look for a way to uh, to to reach out or to connect, um, and he sees. Then he after he sees this this butterfly uh, flying around. Um, then we we get the the introduction. Uh, uh, the well the first uh, the first sight of um, a very iconic ship in Star Wars um flying uh from above um just in the hori- on the horizon there and that is the ship the slave one uh which is Boba Fett's ship and uh, this sh- uh ship was first seen in uh in well it's first seen in the Empire Strikes Back uh film um and it was also the 
the ship of uh, Boba Fett's father, Jango Fett, in the prequel series, but the first um, time it was seen on screen was in The Empire Strikes Back. And, uh, as I say, it's very iconic um, uh, ship, and as soon as I saw it, I knew, well, that's, that's Boba Fett. Um, and, uh, of course, Din Djarin doesn't know why this... Uh, ship is so important it has no importance to him it has only but yeah it has any importance to the audience uh who uh know how iconic it is um and then um uh the the seeing stone uh activates um and uh and it uh, starts generating a force field uh, around uh, Grogu, um, and uh, but then uh, Dinjarin is uh, is distracted by the uh, by the appearance of um, Slave One, um, who seems to be encircling them at first but then uh then eventually lands um and uh as the slave one uh lands uh dinjarin he- uh heads down um oh he, he first tries to retrieve uh grogu uh but he can't get through the the force field around the, the stone uh um so he just he decides to uh to go and uh, find out who uh is piloting this um unknown ship uh, he, he sees a figure exiting it um and uh because he can't retrieve grogu uh, straight away he he says he's going to buy him some time uh by standing guard um so then he heads out down the hill um uh, he takes a position uh, behind a rock uh, and narrowly avoids being uh, fired upon. Um, and then a hooded man approaches uh, Dinjarin um, and telling him that he's been tracking him. Uh, and uh, Dinjarin asks uh, uh, if uh, he is a Jedi or if he's after the child. Um, and then the hooded man removes his hood and we see that he is Boba Fett the same figure that we saw uh, um, at the beginning of the season um, uh, in the uh, in the desert then when he was he was watching uh, Din Djarin, uh leave after he met Cobb Vanth who was wearing um, Boba Fett's uh, armor, uh, which Dinjarin uh, retrieved from Cobb Vanth, and he still has aboard the Razor Crest uh, back on Tatooine. Um, and Fett says that uh, the armor that Cobb Vanth was using belongs to him. Dinjarin questions Boba Fett, uh, asking him if he's a, a Mandalorian. Um, and Fett replies uh, with a phrase that uh, uh, his father Django used uh, in the, the film Star Wars uh, Attack of the Clones, in which he says that he's just a simple man making his way through 
the galaxy, um, just like his father before him. Uh, when Din Djarin asks him um, if he took the Mandalorian creed, uh, Fett replies um, that he has no allegiance to anyone. Um, and then uh, Din Djarin says that the, the best gar of the armor belongs to the Mandalorians and that it was looted from them um, before the Great Purge. Um, but then uh, Fett counters this by saying that the armor belonged to his father and now it belongs to him. Um, and then uh, Windin Jaren asks what he's going to do, uh, what Bob is going to do to stop him from shooting him down. Uh, Boba uh, replies uh, that he has a sharpshooter on the ridge. Uh, with a lock scope and will unload by the time his body hits the the ground and then Din Djarin um, um, counters this uh, says that he's wearing uh, Beskar armour um, and um, he says that he will kill uh, Boba and his companion but then Boba clarifies uh, his friend uh, has locked onto the child and if he's shot at then his um, his uh, sharpshooter will shoot the child who is uh, still on the seeing stone and then we are reintroduced to the character of uh, Fennec Shand uh, who was a uh, um, character that uh, turned up uh, in um, the sixth episode of the first season uh, and who we believed was killed uh, but right at the end of that um, episode we saw uh, this mysterious figure coming to retrieve their body and now we can uh, effectively assume that that was Boba Fett um, and uh, um, then Din Djarin demands that uh, Fennec Shan stand down or he'll shoot them down with his uh, whistling birds um, uh, weapons um, but then Fett uh, Boba Fett asks Din Djarin um, um, and Shan to put down their weapons so that they can enter into a conversation um, then Din Djarin uh, tells Boba Fett to uh, tell uh Fennec Shan to drop the gun. Fett replies uh, that uh, Din Djarin uh, should uh, drop his jetpack. Um, and then uh, both uh, Din Djarin and Boba Fett and Fennec Shan um, know their weapons. Um, and uh, uh, Shan uh, says that he looks like he's seen a ghost. Um... Uh, because uh, Din Djarin thought she was dead uh, anyway um, and that he thought she had been left for dead on the sands of Tatooine um, but she says that she owes her life uh, to Boba Fett um, and uh, that he was her fate and now she's in his service uh, Boba re reiterates um, his demand uh, for the return of his armour but when Din Djarin, um says that that goes against uh, the Mandalorian creed, Boba replies that the armor was uh, given to his father by his forebearers. 
Um, but in exchange for his armor, Baba promises to guarantee the safety of both the child and Dinjarin. Um, and then uh, Fennec Shan adds uh, that the bounty on the child has risen um, and is the equivalent of 10 suits of armor. Um, and then uh, Baba says that they are offering uh, a fair deal and that um, Dinjarin should take it. But then a, uh, a third ship. Uh, starts uh, circling and lands very near to the Razor Crest and um, then Dinjaran races back to Grogu who is still within the force field on the um, on the seeing stone um, he tries to find it, get his way into the, the, the force field to try and get baby Grogu out of the out of the harm's way um but he is re repulsed by the, the 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 force field and thrown back um and then Boba uh, and Fennec Shand uh, take up a defensive position um they manage to um uh uh take aim at all the uh stormtroopers that start to immediately emerge from the this new uh Im now imperial ship uh um and then they sh start um firing at one another uh fennec shan and boba fett and uh, against the the stormtroopers um and uh but then um the, the stormtrooper commander orders his uh, men to disperse um, and then uh, Boba says that they should split up both Fennec Shan and him should be split up um, and then there is a uh, great uh, fight between the two of them and uh, the stormtroopers in a way that we really haven't seen uh, for a long time um, fight stormtroopers fighting uh, in such a way that uh, uh, we really haven't seen since probably the return of the Jedi uh, in the form that they are now and it's uh, just it was just incredible um, the way that they they showed um, this uh, the fighting and the, the way that Boba Fett really just rose to the occasion he was you know he, he wasn't uh, pulling any punches he was uh, swinging for the fences as they say and he was taking out stormtroopers left and right uh, in hand-to-hand uh, -hand combat um, and uh, yeah he he really just uh, came into his own and even without his armor he was just uh, yeah he was just really going for it um, um, and then uh, uh Throughout the fight, uh, Boba uh, becomes um, a, a drawn to the Razor Crest um, because he knows that um, uh, his armor is still aboard. Um, and uh, while Fennec Shan uh, is uh, still fighting uh, against the, the stormtroopers, uh, which are firing at her um, with a, a mortar and uh, a 
repeating blaster cannon and um which uh dislodges uh one of the blasts from the the mortar cannon dislodges a uh, a boulder that she's hiding behind and she's able to use that to push it down uh, down a hill um and then uh in the the the, the, the fight uh, ensues and continues and um uh when Dinjar and uh Lee's baby Yo sorry, Grogu again uh says that he's going to he'll return um after he's he's helped uh Boba Fett and uh Fennec Shan uh fight off the, the stormtroopers. Um because he's once again pushed back by the force field. Um uh the, the, just after this, uh, the child uh, um, awakens from um, his uh, connection with the force. The, the for force field drops, um, and um, he collapses slightly because he's uh, tired from uh, his exertion. Um, and then, uh, just as uh, a, a large number of stormtroopers close in on Fennec Shan and on Din Djarin, um, uh, we see the arrival uh, in armor for the for first time in uh, in nearly forty years of Boba Fett, um, and he just starts shooting. Uh, like crazy with his uh, blasters and um, completely wearing his armor, uh, his helmet, green helmet, his green armor, and um, oh, he's uh, he he looked uh, incredible. He really is. Um, he yeah, this is this is a, a different um, uh, Boba Fett. He's been through a lot of stuff. I mean, he got swallowed by the Sarlacc in the Sarlacc pit in Return of the Jedi. He survived, um, and he you can definitely see from his appearance, from his, uh, his bald head appearance, that he's suffering some scars, um, and he's, he's definitely uh, suffered, but he that hasn't uh, um, doused his uh, fighting ability, and uh, he's probably an even better fighter now than he was previously. Uh, since we last saw him, um, um, but um, at this point we also see that um, there is a uh, a cruiser, an imperial cruiser, um, in orbit above um, above the planet, and um, they start, and uh, we we find out that Moff Gideon is aboard the ship. This is his ship. And uh, he asks um, uh, if uh, the dark troopers have been engaged yet, and uh, one of the female imperial uh, communications officers replies that um, they will be momentarily. Uh, and then we see the dispatchment of four armored uh, dark troopers. Uh, who descend onto the the rock where uh, the Seeing Stone is and where Bobby Yoda uh, was using the Force to connect with other Force users and Jedi. 
um, and um, then Din Djarin, uh Fett and uh, Fennec Shan run up um, but the droids uh, uh, beat them to uh, getting to Grogu and they take baby they take Grogu with them um, uh, but uh, Baba uh, uh, before this had rocketed to uh, the Slave One ship uh, his ship and uh, he says that he's going to follow uh, the the dark troopers um, and uh, he's initially going to fly, uh, fire at them uh, but uh, Fennec Shan says that no uh, don't fire at them because they you don't want to kill the the child um, uh, and um, uh, but then he says that he'll just follow them see where they're going and then he finds out that uh, there is a uh, imperial uh, uh, starship uh, in orbit um, and uh, he says that they're they're back the empire is back Um, and uh, Fennec Shan is shocked because he believes the outer rim is under the jurisdiction of the new republic uh, Baba um, says that it's it's the truth. It's not a dream. Um, but then he decides to head back to the planet just as we see the Imperial cruiser jump into hyperspace, uh, taking um, Grogu with them. Um, um, but uh, previous to this. Uh, the razor crest was destroyed um the uh the cruiser uh, in orbit uh fired at uh, the razor crest and it was uh destroyed so the ship that uh was dinjarans um and we'd, we'd seen since the the first episode of the first season is now gone and uh it is just left in fragments um and um, all that remains uh, after Jinjar and goes through the remains is the the, the metal um, sphere uh, knob um, that Baby Yoda was so obsessed with, and also the Beskar um, staff uh, that he was given by Ahsoka in the last episode. And um, um, then uh, Baba and Dinchar and um, uh, speak with one another, and um, and uh, Baba uh, tells uh, and shows uh, with his um, uh, the uh, the chain code that he has that uh, he um, he shows a hologram of of. Uh, which is his family uh, lineage. Um, uh, he he shows this to Dinjaran to prove that he is really uh, um, a Mandalorian, or his father Django was uh, a Mandalorian. He was also a foundling, just as uh, Dinjaran was. Uh, so he was found by the Mandalorians and trained in their ways. Um, and. Um, Realizing this, uh, um, 
uh, he doesn't uh, um, wish to take uh, uh, Boba's armor. Um, they come to an understanding uh, in which Boba um, uh, says that uh, that um, they have a deal and um, that uh, Boba is going to. Uh, guarantee the safety of the child um, and uh, Dinjaran and they will uh, he will help him uh, retrieve him um, um, and uh, he will he will do everything he can and both he uh, Boba Fett and uh, um, and uh, um Dinjarin, uh along with uh, Fennec Shan, um, uh, go off. Uh, and the next time we see uh, the Slave One, it is uh, it is returning to uh, uh, Navarro City uh, when Dinjarin uh, um, talks with uh, Cara Dune, uh, who is now the Marshal of the New Republic. Uh, she now marshal the republic uh, officially um, and uh, he asks for her help um, he wants to uh, try and um, get uh, an imperial uh, sharpshooter uh, by the name of uh, Miggs uh, Mayfeld uh, who we got introduced to in the first episode first season of the Mandalorian is played by uh, the comedian Bill Burr um because he uh wants his help in trying to uh retrieve uh grogu um but uh kara june dismisses uh this at first but um and she says that she can't help dinjarin but then she becomes sympathetic when dinjarin says that uh that the imperials have got the kid uh, meaning uh, Grogu, and then we uh, we see the uh, the cruiser, the Imperial cruiser, um, flying through hyperspace. We see uh, Moff Gideon there, um, who exits the bridge and walks down a corridor, uh, flanked by um, stormtroopers. Uh, he enters the cell where uh, Grogu's been held, and we find. Grogu in there using the force to throw stormtroopers to the ground and hurl them against walls and uh, choke them with the force um, um, and then uh, Gideon walks up to uh, Grogu and uh, says that oh you're getting pretty good at that using the force in such a way that is akin to how the those who follow the dark side use it for um aggression um and he also uh, he says that uh it it makes him sleepy so there's obvious some some history between Moff Gideon and Grogu that we don't really we don't know perhaps Grogu has uh, shown his force powers previously um still a mystery uh how much uh, Grogu has been using the Force before uh, had been using the Force before 
Din Djarin found him. And then Moff Gideon shows Grogu the Darksaber. Um, and he says, it's been a long time since you've seen one of these. Um, uh, before he deactivates it. Um, uh, but he says that the, the, the child's not yet ready to wield this weapon. And then Moff Gideon tells the child um, that he could do with a nice long sleep. Uh, and he, he orders one of the stormtroopers to stun him uh, into unconsciousness. And uh, then or, then uh, Moff Gideon orders um, that Grogu be put into shackles. And then um, <clears throat> one of the, the comms officers tells Moff Gideon that they'll be soon exiting a hyperspace and that uh, they should send uh, and Moff Gideon orders that an encrypted message be sent to Dr. Pershing uh, which was the 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 doctor uh, who was um, who we got introduced to in um, I think the second episode of the first season of The Mandalorian um, who was uh, um, uh doing tests on Grogu and trying to extract uh, the Mandalor- uh, the um, Medichlorians from his blood and he's trying to use them um, um, for their own means um, uh, and um, and then that and that is when uh, the the episode ends uh, as uh, the uh, as Moff Gideon uh, and the stormtroopers uh, leave the, the cell uh, leaving Grogu shackled um, and uh, and it's unknown what's going to happen next but uh, yeah what a thrilling episode uh, yet again it really did give uh, viewers and fans alike um so much so much to, to to chew on so much to think about and it was great seeing uh boba fett back in action uh wearing his armor yet again after such a long time um and just built on the story it really builds the tension uh there's two episodes left of this second season and um we're really seeing the the plans of Moff Gideon come to fruition. We're seeing Din Djarin uh, seemingly assemble a, a group, a team, to go and retrieve him. And, um, yeah, everything's up in the air. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows if Baby Yoda, Grogu, I should say, uh, is going to uh, survive, if they're going to extract all of the midichlorians from him. Um, uh, is Dinjarin gonna uh, live? Um, is Boba gonna make it to the end of the season? Maybe he will. Maybe he'll uh, go out in a blaze of glory. Um, yeah, who knows? Uh, they'll will who will uh, Moff Gideon fight against? Will Ahsoka turn up again? Will they have a a, a fight against one another? Or Dinjarin go face to face with Moff Gideon and fight him with his uh, Beskar spear against the Darksaber. Um, yeah, it's, it's 
there's, there's just there's no telling. Um, and who did Grogu potentially reach out to? Was it um, uh, Luke Skywalker? Was it um, the character of Mace Windu? Is he still alive? As people uh, have been wondering about since his supposed death, the end of the Revenge of the Sith. Um, is he alive? Which other um, Jedi are out there? Or the, which other Force users? Uh, as the Sith? Who knows? Who's going to be drawn to Tython to find out um, who had activated the Seeing Stone? Who will come to the aid of Grogu? Um, everybody's hoping, uh, a lot of, a lot of the fans are hoping and praying that Luke Skywalker will turn up and that's possible, but there are, uh, still some other Jedi still around in the galaxy. So anything is on the table. Um, I'm hoping that Ahsoka will turn up again in the last couple of episodes. Uh, but we'll have to see. Um, but Mace Windu would be a great, uh, I just know that it's going to end uh, on such a high and this season has been such a high and this episode was such a high because it really it brought things full circle um, you know this season has brought back one of the most popular characters in Star Wars uh, Boba Fett um, and the the series uh, The Mandalorian just keeps giving keeps giving the fans what they want uh, keeps entertaining just passive viewers who may not be familiar with characters such as Ahsoka or uh, Bo-Katan you know, these uh, characters that were first introduced in the, uh, the um, cartoon series series is um, so yeah um, it's, it's, it's really hard to speculate on what's going to happen uh, but there's definitely going to be uh, a big fight between Moff Gideon uh, and the Empire um, against Din Djarin and, and um, his team. Um, and who will turn up? It's uh, There's no telling. Um, but it's going to be fantastic. And it's fantastically written by Jon Favreau. Uh, great uh, direction by Robert Rodriguez. Um, and it just gets keeps getting better and better from episode to episode throughout the season. And uh, yeah, uh, bring on next week. Um, and uh, let's see how this uh, how this all shakes out. Um, but I can't can't wait to, to see. And it's just so you really do feel for the characters, even uh, Grogu, just him being separated from Dinjarin. You just feel like um, something's going to happen that is going to be heartbreaking because they've they've created such a bond between the two of them. You know, it's something that Ahsoka uh, commented on. Uh, that's why she said she can't train. Uh, she couldn't train Grogu because of the bond that he and Din Djarin had formed. Um, and uh, yeah, what, what makes me think that she'll turn up uh, because she knew, she knew she needed to let Grogu go with Din Djarin, uh, so that he could go to Tython and be on the Seeing Stone and contact other Jedi. So, yeah, makes me makes me think that she's going to turn up because she knows what was going to happen. She could she could sense 
Um, and maybe this is all part of Grogu. Maybe Grogu knows more. He's he told her that uh, he needed to be with Dinjarin, and because there's definitely more going on with Grogu. He is not as innocent as he's we've been led to believe. He's very powerful, uh, but he's been just trying to hide hide his force abilities, hide his identity. Uh, hide his association with the Jedi um, so yeah who knows what's going to happen next but what a great uh, episode um, and uh, it's great to see Boba Fett uh, kicking ass and uh, taking down stormtroopers and who's now um, uh, um, who's now uh, teamed up with Din Djarin so this is the Mandalorian now. This is the Mandalorians series, um, and it's great to see such a, such a, uh, a great passion being put into um, these stories and the the connections being made to the original trilogy, Star Wars films, um, and also the prequel trilogy. Um, it's, it really is. Uh, it's great how they're. How they're doing it, how they're telling the story, and it just, uh, yeah, it really is uh, wonderful, wonderful to see. But yeah, I think we're gonna leave it there for now. Um, uh, I hope, uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, the episode. Um, uh, can't wait till next week. Uh, can't wait till the end of the season. We'll see what happens. Um, but I just want to say thank you for listening. Uh, hope you like what you heard. And uh, until next time, may the Force be with you. If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience, um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry, um, then you... Uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me, uh, which is my website, and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years. Um, you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, a book form, uh, and go to Amazon, and you'll find um, all ten of my books that I've had published. Um, they're all books of poetry, um, uh, books of stories, uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences, um, and there'll be more to come. And uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to uh, to the podcast, then you can do so by heading over to Patreon and searching for Mark the Poet, and uh, your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated. Um, but uh, as I was saying, I hope you liked what you heard in this uh, episode, um, and I'll talk to you again soon.